Yo, what up, folks? It's Wednesday, October 28th. It's week eight. We're gonna, we wait, we wait a little later on Wednesdays. About the song finish out. Wait a little later on Wednesdays to see who's actually practicing. What's the kind of first word on the reports? Um, we haven't, I didn't put this in the notes for the title of the episode, but we'll quickly touch on Monday's game that passed. And we're going to preview Thursday's barn burner this week. So let's get right in to the injury report. All right, as soon as I jumped on here, I noticed Chris Carson draws game time decisions. So I kind of wish we knew this for the waiver. That's why the waiver uh, episode was so special because it's kind of like a shot in the dark at players. So I hope you got who you got. I kind of had DJ Dallas pretty high. I wasn't feeling Hyde for some reason. So this is completely not at all what I thought. Um, Chris Carson could go and it would just be a business as usual for the Seattle backfield. Um this doesn't matter too much, but Jets wide receiver Bashard Perryman. Oh, and Jameson Crowder did not practice today. So Daniel, or Daniel Mims, I know his last name is Mims anyways, rookie wide receiver for the Jets could be a good pickup. Here's a big note. Uh, Saints wide receivers Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and Marquez Callaway. I thought Callaway would be like a decent pickup. He went off. He looked better um, than all the other wide receivers this week. They were all absent from early portion practice to open the media day on Wednesday. Um, the report says not ideal, but still early in the week. So I think I'm going to call this episode or on Wednesdays. It's Wednesday, my dudes, because, you know, I brought this up last week. Wednesdays don't matter that much, but I'd like to just kind of see who we're going to keep an eye on. Um, this tells us a lot. I just find, like, people overreact on Wednesdays, but I kind of like seeing the reports that start coming out on Wednesday. Because you really know, like if someone practiced on Wednesday, boom, whatever, right? But if you start seeing like, oh, Mixon, which we're, we're going to talk about soon, like Mixon didn't practice yet again on Wednesday, you kind of, now you know what to keep an eye on for the rest of the week. So that's kind of my philosophy. This just popped in as we're talking here. Dalvin Cook will be active Sunday against the Packers. I have Dalvin Cook. I am hyped up. So that's live on air, folks. Dalvin Cook will be active Sunday. So that's the reports you like to see on a Wednesday for sure. Um, keeping with the running backs, Aaron Jones, he didn't play last week. Jamal Williams looked good. Aaron Jones' calf still did not practice at Packers practice today. Um, keep moving on. As mentioned, Mixon absent from Bengals practice on Wednesday. So this could, I think, where they have, you know, you kind of read the tea leaves, um, where they have the bye week next week. I think... Um, I think they're going to rest Mixon one more week and let Geo roll and then have the bye week. So three big weeks for Mixon. Um, but they couldn't put him in the IR because a, a bye week doesn't count towards your IR week. So um, IR is three weeks this year, but I think they wanted the two weeks plus the bye week for Mixon. So you get two solid starts at a Geo. That's good for me. Mark Ingram ankle, not practicing on Wednesday. We knew he was banged up. Still veteran day off. Um, Mark Ingram is definitely a veteran, so he gets that designated tag. So we'll know a lot more about this Ravens backfield tomorrow. And uh, we'll quickly touch on that. I think we'll have Jaker over here tomorrow for his picks. Uh, let's keep just freestyling. There's no editing going on here. I'm not going to stop a start. Teams have called Houston about Randall Cobb. So trade deadline's approaching. And I think it's a little different this year because of COVID. It's harder to get players. I mentioned this yesterday at Waiver Wire. Um, 
team is like I think you know you might see earlier trades this year or fewer trades. I'm not sure. Um, 49ers designate Coleman to return from IR, so that's a mad hype. I mentioned last week. I actually mentioned two weeks ago on the waiver wire to take a look for Coleman. So hopefully you listen to me. That move could pay off this week. It's funny because we're talking about um, just to go back to that uh, Chris Carson comment um, with Carson and Coleman. That kind of ruins your, your maybe your top two waiver picks with Hasty and uh, DJ Dallas and or Carlos Hyde. So. That's just how waiver wires work, folks. You just got to take a stab in the dark, see what happens. Um, Packers have also inquired about Will Fuller. So people are calling about Randall Cobb. And the Packers could use a second wide receiver. So that would be actually a good fit. Um, Fuller catching Aaron Rodgers bombs. Um, I don't like this. Doug Marone plans to make changes after the bye for the Jaguars. So um, don't you be hurting my Robinson stocks, bro. Um... Let's just see here. There's one more report I skipped over. Antonio Brown will be ready for week nine. So that's some hype. Antonio Brown. That's new. That just came in 10 minutes ago. All right. Let's keep rolling through. Um, Doug Peterson says Miles Sanders day-to-day. Um, Ashon Jeffrey foot is cleared, but he has a calf injury now. So he got hurt immediately coming back from practice. I just hate Jeffrey. I'm never. I never stash in the season. I'm not even like. Yeah, I'm off of Jeffrey's dust. Um, Eagles have activated the 21 day practice window for tight end Do- Dallas Goddard. So I picked him up and stored him. I don't know what this means for me, the 20 day window because I have him in my IR slot. But I'm I'm hoping he stays on IR. But it sounds like they activated him today. My app still says <clears throat> he's not on. Uh, no, the app says he's on IR. I don't know. We'll see. But I looked at their schedule. Uh, the Eagles' schedule looks really great moving forward, especially down towards um, if I make it to the fantasy playoffs. But Dallas Goddard is a sneaky pickup. Um, and let's end it at that. I just want to quickly talk about that terrible Monday night game. Um, on the, during the weekdays, I don't really go through like box scores too much. Um, on the Saturday episode, I'll go through all the box scores in the Monday episode where we talk about when we preview the games. Um, all the big block of games, and then we'll uh, recap the games. But I just want to freestyle on Wednesdays, kind of the preview, get kind of used to talking without notes in front of me. But <clears throat> the one big takeaway I wanted to bring up, um, the Rams just, they just out-coached um, the Bears in this one. Sean McVay, he, he's just a genius coach. And he had us, so I just I just want people to take this away, you know, from the game. Um, people are kind of like freaking out about Robert Woods um, or Cooper Cup. Um, Josh Reynolds saw all like mostly most of the plays. Um, I just want to keep in mind um, this is a coaching move. He kind of zigged when people would zag. He outthought the other coach, Mike Nagy, Matt Nagy. Sorry. Um, it was just weird. It's like Nagy just has a classic, you know, bear shitty offense role. And the defense is really good. And I feel bad for them. But, um, yeah, the Rams kind of schemed Reynolds open. Um, they didn't use it. So I wouldn't get too used to that. Um, don't worry if you're a wood zone or don't overreact if you're a Cooper Cup owner. I think that was just a special game plan to get the W for the Rams. He's always going to put Goff in a situation to do good. Um, Goff, I think, only went down the field twice. One play went through, but it almost was intercepted. 
Goff is not a good quarterback, but he's coached well. He's going to be put in the best situations possible. So that's the only really takeaway. Uh, David Montgomery is a terrible running back. He doesn't look good. Um, but he's going to get 20-plus touches a game. So this is my other takeaway. I mean, I think he had five catches in this game, kind of saved his day for like a PPR league. Um, the volume is there. I just hate saying that. I hate being that kind of guy that's like, you know, well, he gets the volume. But a volume of 20 to 25 touches um, is going to put you in the top 12 running backs all all um, all year. So the only way, you know, it's all about your roster construction. I think there's a stat where um, Montgomery is one of the most traded pieces in fantasy because if you're an owner of Montgomery, um, you hate him. But if you don't own him and you watch the games, you see all the volume. I think like he's a good type of player. He's like an even even keel. Um, you know what you're gonna get, kind of basic floor. So it's a, it's good to pair him with like a kind of a high variance player, a player that could go off or get you nothing in a game. You can't, he'll kind of buoy your team. So it's all about roster const, roster construction. But um, David Montgomery could work on a certain team, and it could be frustrating for another team. So if you have kind of like a shittier team, he's never gonna put you over the edge. But you have a team that kind of goes off but every once in a while. Like Terry McLaurin for me, every once in a while he'll go off, and every once in a while he'll get nothing. Or when you know AJ Green, I don't even know if these are good examples. But if you have a boomer bust style player, um, or like maybe a boomer bust running back one, um, and you need to boo that with a nice running back two, he could work out on some of your lineups. But when I watch the game, man, I don't like him. He looks like he's running in mud. Um, yeah, just I'm not a big David Montgomery fan, but the volume is there. Um, on the other side of the ball, Malcolm Brown looked good. He got his touchdown, I believe, uh, when Henderson was injured for a quick second, but Henderson came back. The big takeaway for me there is Cam Akers, even when like the game was over, but they're just trying to run out the clock, Cam Akers didn't even get the ball. So Cam Akers is definitely a draw for me. It's unfortunate, but... It's a two-headed monster. Malcolm Brown is a plug-and-play on like a bye week. Uh, but it looks like, for me, Henderson is the guy moving forward. One more thing to note. I think I brought this up yesterday, but just in case, Allen Robinson, he's a great play. He's one of the few you know players I like in this Bears offense. But he's in the concussion protocol, so keep an eye on that. All right, let's preview Thursday night's banger. The one in six Atlanta Falcons just lost a heartbreak to Detroit Lions. At Carolina Panthers, three and four. I'm kind of a low key Panthers fan. Like, I like what they're doing. This young team, new coach. Um, the Panthers beat the Falcons week five. And since then, the Panthers are on a two game losing streak. So I kind of like this. A game where, like, these teams just kind of played each other, playing each other again. Um, that's interesting to me. Um, Bridgewater played. They lost to the Saints last week. Bridgewater went 23 for 28 for 254 yards and two touchdowns and zero interceptions. I only brought that up. I didn't want to really talk about Boston score too much, but just like that's what he does every game, it seems. Like that's just a basic. He'll get at least two touchdowns. Sometimes he runs around a bit. Teddy Bridgewater against his poorest Falcons D. Teddy Bridgewater is a great streamer. I'm going back to the matchup a couple weeks ago. Um, Calvin Ridley was a tough matchup for the Panthers. 
um, after posting eight receptions for 136 yards. Um, it was Ridley being the primary target as Julio Jones was Julio Jones was sidelined with a hamstring injury. Um, but Julio should be suiting up, so that's kind of a difference, and that's kind of why I picked. It sounds weird, but that's kind of why I picked this game to be more of a shootout because last time it was missing Julio, and that's usually when Matt Ryan doesn't do good, and Matt Ryan didn't do good in that game, that last game. But when Julio's in the lineup, Matt Ryan does a lot better. So if Matt Ryan's doing a lot better, then that means Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to throw even more. So I see this kind of like that will push you know his stat line even higher up. Um, so this is a very easy game for me to predict with the Falcons are the worst D in the league. And I don't know if the Panthers are kind of like a, a poser D to me. It sounds stupid to say, but like I consider them the worst D in the league at the start of the season. They've been playing a lot better than that, but they're all rookies. They have a couple of key injuries. Um, so I think this is just going to be an absolute shootout In absolute shootouts. You'd usually just start all your players. So, I'm starting my Robbie Andersons. I'm starting my uh, DJ Moores. You know, I'm starting my Ridleys. I'm starting my Hursts. I see Hurst having a big game. So um, I'm not going to start Ian Thomas, tight end for the Panthers. But besides that, um, you're not starting either D. Um, you're starting both quarterbacks. Matt Ryan's playing great with Julio in. You're just starting all your players in this game. Uh, we've been kind of been gifted with some shitty <laughs> Thursday night games. So this will be a great Thursday night game. I'm really excited for this one. Let's go, Panthers! All right, I'm just about to wrap things up here. And uh, another news thing popped up. Deontay Johnson misses practice. Um, I'm, gonna, I was, I'm forced to start Deontay Johnson this week. I was excited to start him. It's only Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, tomorrow we're going to freak out, so keep an eye on tomorrow. I haven't even clicked the report. It just popped up on my phone. But um, Deontay Johnson misses practice Wednesday. So we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have some picks for you, some betting props. And uh, we'll follow up on all these injury reports. So good luck. Um, Keep it locked. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode to follow this report. Talk to you later, folks. This is your host, Joel Dixon of Dix Picks Fans Football Podcast. Make sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.